Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. It's the middle of the night. There's a, a topic that I've really been wanting to talk about. Actually, I think it's really ironic. Um, the topic is about uh, g- this general theme of our desire to be told what to do. And then I'm going to be telling you what to do. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing at the irony of that. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't really like being told what to do. So I'm going to, so I'm going to tell you to not listen to what people, um, when they try to tell you what to do. Uh, isn't it funny? It's like, uh, anyway, how do I get out of that? Uh, but I, I do, I want to talk about this because... In my previous podcast about Oz, it it is it is something, and 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 there's actually a couple of different, um, like roads that I want to go down on this. There's two different roads. I want to go down on the road of our constant need for validation, like. You know, how often is it that, you know, I even do this where something happens and I just want to call someone. I want to spread the misery or I want to spread the joy because I don't always call people when something bad has happened. Um, sometimes I call people when something really good has happened too. But when I call people with something I perceive to be not good happens. I've been stopping myself because I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, do I really want their opinion? The answer is no. Do do I know the answer to this? And then I'll say, yes, I know what the answer to. I will figure this out. I don't know how I'm. I don't know how I'm gonna. You know, but this is gonna work out. And so I've I've really most of the time stopped. Um wanting to spread the misery on things. And why do we do that? You know, and then I have friends, you know, they call me up, you know, what do you think about blah, 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 blah. And then I tell them, well, I'm not going to do that. Or that's not how it is. It's like, why did you even ask me? Why do you ask my opinion? When you don't need or want my opinion. Why are you asking me this? I notice that that happens a lot. And why do we do that? You know, when we do this too, you know, we ask God for, you know, answers to things. We we ask God, you know, how, um, what road do I take? Um, tell me what to do, you know, and then, there is an element in that of having to really, really desiring to skirt the responsibility. We don't want to take responsibility for our lives. So we can say, you know, well, it's just how it worked out. It's just, you know, God, um, it was God's will. It was, it was, you know, the devil told me to do it. Or, you know, just somehow like skirt responsibility um, about 
whatever it is. <laughs> it's really kind of the funniest thing, isn't it? And and does it help? Does it help for us to call someone like and ask their opinion? I mean, how often do we really need somebody else's opinion about something? Like, in retrospect, something that happened at work or, you know, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so yesterday was Holy Friday in the Catholic religion. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm really, I'm yawning like crazy because it's like three in the morning. And I'm so sorry. I'm not quite awake. Um, so yesterday was Holy Friday or yes. And, um, and I had gotten off work. I don't know how I managed that, but I had managed to, um, take a day off, but did I take a day off? No, I didn't because I had this other job, um, that they, I actually had never even started this other job. It was kind of a contract work and it involved children and so the company was in a bind so I'm like okay sure why not so I'm in the presence of some fairly young children about and I think it was either there were seven and five these little girls and one of them says to me <laughs> she says are you old it was, it was like, and children have often said, like, not all children, but, um, but like, they say the darndest things, don't they? I mean, sometimes they're really sweet, and then sometimes, and then I was thinking, you know, like, was it rude? I don't know. I, you know, it's like, it's one of those things that you just, and, and so you can tell but my reaction that I have a little bit of a negative opinion about it. I have a little bit of a negative opinion about, um, about myself or my age or whatever, but I just was like, I just, I just don't know if it's like rude, you know? And then the dad was like, trying to, you know, gloss over something his daughter had said, you know, as if she was speaking something rude, you know, and I was like, well, yes, I am. And she goes, how old are you? <laughs> so I tell her, and then she says, she says, um, and then I said, but I feel like I'm 23. And I really do. It's the weirdest thing. I would not have believed that as a young person that when I got to be the age that I am now that I would feel so incredibly young inside. Like sometimes I actually look down and I'm like, whose hand is that? <laughs> whose face is that? <laughs> or I see like, you know, I don't think that I look my age generally, but um, I am older than people think I am. But um, anyway... <laughs> How did I get on this topic? Um, <laughs> there was like kids. They really have said 
the the nicest thing the nicest thing that a child ever said to me they had they had no idea how sweet this comment was but I I was working as a coach and I was going into childcare centers at the time and I go into this childcare center and this child says, "Are you here to protect us?" <laughs> I was like, I thought that was just this like 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 what? What? Like, what? Like, what does that mean? Like, what did she see? Like, what? And in some ways, yeah. I kind of am like a protector in general. Yeah, so. um, uh, And then, and then I want to go down this other road. I want to go down this other road because... I just think it's interesting. There is, and I may revert back to the other road again because they're 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 kind of similar but a little bit different. So so all over TikTok, and it's not just TikTok, it's it's all over Instagram too, all over Facebook, but right now I've been a little bit more focused on TikTok and our mediums. So there's mediums, there's um uh, tarot, tarot card readers, there's psychics, there's, I mean, there, it is just saturated, saturated with this, this, you know, and it's the newest trend of people. And I don't, I say, I could just be on an, a logarithm and somebody who doesn't believe in such a thing would never get these, TikToks, but I get my feed is saturated with this topic. You know, that I'm I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a medium, I'm a psychic, I'm a tarot card reader, I'm a you know almost as much as I'm ascended master. <laughs> I mean I don't know if I've ever heard anyone actually say that, but it's almost like that. Um, but I'm sorry, I'm just laughing. Um, and then, you know, I find it kind of amusing to see if anything that they're going to say has anything to do with anything that's, you know, going on in my life because I don't believe in coincidences. So I'm sitting there going, okay, well, you know, what does, um, spirit want to say to me today? And, and, and I think that this is, you know, and then one of them, I was like, I was, one of them, I really was interested in like a private reading. And so she, I, and she left her phone number. So I was like, okay, well, so I, I text her and it's $60 for 30 minutes. Okay. Now I'm not trying to like say that she's not, she's not gifted and I'm not really sure what to do with this I'm not sure what to do with that that you know and I and I guess that it the what I did do with it was that I didn't book a reading how do I word this 
But, and this is something that I'm not entirely sure how to do in my own life. Like I'm, what is somebody's time worth? It's like, how do I, I charge per the hour for my time? Because at this point, I give a lot of my time away for free. A lot. I mean, not my, not my occupation because I have a contract to get paid from a company, but like, because this is a topic that is, that I'm really in the process of, of building a business. Okay. So what is my business? My business is blonde haired girl and it is based on basically sort of the concept of the law of attraction and the prince this principle that we can tap into the source of everything that is to have the life that we would like to be living so and so it is my belief that people will be coming to me and it's going to sort of depend on the person as to how much I'm going to charge, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I would have a flat fee, but I, you know, am I going to turn someone away because they can't pay whatever my fee is? And so I think I would do some kind of sliding fee. But what what is my my time worth? And so, and, and I would say, and say my time is a lot of, of years of practice, years of practice, years of training, years of knowledge, years of education, <laughs> of of tapping into the source of everything that is and so and so i at this point i'm not charging but i just thought i just thought it was and and people are doing this you know and i think that it's 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 interesting like how do i word this I think that people can make a living and and should make a living. And so for me, it was not worth, this sounds terrible, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but it was worth, um, was not worth $60 for half an hour of her time. So I did not, I did not. And part of the reason why it isn't, and these are two separate things. So, so let me finish up on what I'm talking about with regard to these fees. And, and it's, not, it's not that I don't think this person is worth that money. But I'm just sort of like, I'm not doing this like really seriously. But I have done this in the past. You're, you're not even going to believe this. So a few years ago, I was not doing well. My health was failing. And I, I mean, 
I think it was in like 2014. I was just, I wasn't doing well. And I had um, gone to a, a, um, I was going to a chiropractor. And she was $45 a pop, literally. (laughs) Which isn't that much money, and I was willing to pay it because I wasn't doing well. But one time I canceled, and this is going to sound so stupid, but I canceled because I wanted to buy a bra. And I couldn't buy the bra and go to the visit at the same time. And so I decided that that week I would forgo my chiropractic appointment and go buy my bra. But was that a good move or a bad move? I mean, I don't know. When you're on a budget, you got to you gotta make choices, right? <laughs> so, and, and so, for the person that, that is willing to, okay, so let's say I'm in a bad place and I decide that I'm going to go see a medium instead of a chiropractor. So I'm going to go see a medium and I'm going to pay her, let's just say I am going to pay her $60 a half an hour, which is 120 a an hour, which is what you would pay a PhD psychologist. I just want to point that out. Somebody that went to school for eight years to become a PhD in psychology gets $120 an hour. And I'm not, it's like, it's just, it's just a weird concept for me. Like, like how do we, I'm just saying, how do we put an amount of money on on with what exactly that you are getting with that one-on-one contact with that person. I just think it's interesting. So we turn to these people to tell us, no, you tell me. You tell me. So... And and for years, I had actually gone to see this person who I believe could see dead people. I believe she could see dead people. I believe she heard dead people. Um, But she did do tarot card readings for me. And not once did anything she say happen. Not once, not even once. So I started to ask myself, I started to ask myself, okay, what is happening here? What is happening here is if there is any, is any truth to tarot cards in general, it is a snapshot of a moment. And it is, and it is a potentiality or a position or a, it's a snapshot, but it's not all options. And, and it's not, necessarily, I mean, I don't know. I just, the fact that nothing was happening, 
just made me think, okay, there's your snapshot. You walk out and then the the potentialities change. They change that fast. What was what was true, what was possible in one moment is is not true and not possible in the next, I guess. I don't know. Um and maybe it was in, in the the amount of belief, but it's like I was paying her, so you would think that I had belief in the cards or whatever. So I quit going. And I, I quit going for for several reasons, but the second the second thing is is that everyone, and I mean everyone, everyone, everyone has a bias. Everyone has a perspective. Everyone has their own truth. Everyone has their own reality. And so when you are listening to that person, like even if they tell you a truth, it is still through their lens. It's through their lens that that we hear their perspective. So I guess... There are times where maybe we want this person's perspective. And so we ask for it, you know, like, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't ever, but I think a lot of times that, so getting back to my TikTok, there was this person who put up a TikTok and it, and it was this, she had actually said, I mean, the caption on it said, I wish I could see a medium so that they could tell me like where you are or how you are or something of that nature because her dog had passed. Her dog had passed away. And I said, I said, you don't need to talk to anyone about that which you already know. And I'm going to stand behind that. And and the weird thing was she ended up using what I said and I get comments or not comments, but I get likes nearly every day about that comment because she put that comment in a second TikTok where she had used this lens and she could see the esoteric, her dog esoterically sitting right next to her. That her dog was still sitting on on the bed with her, on the sofa with her. And and so, in a lot of times when I comment on TikToks or when I talk to people, I refer them back to their own guidance. Because we all have our own guidance. And sometimes we don't we don't want to listen to it. We don't want to we don't want to take responsibility. We don't want to take responsibility. So, and so like in a, in a, 
and like I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about for years I I was just such a drain on certain people in my life because I just kept going back with these scenarios with these men in my life I would go to my friends I'd say you know he did this and he did this and he did this and he did this and I was paying people and I was just desperate for somebody to tell me the truth that I should leave this person that I should leave this relationship I was like looking outside of myself and my own knowledge and my own um, but you know I didn't really do that in my last relationship I didn't I talked to a couple of people at the very end and I left very quickly I, I mean and it was it was under some pretty significant some things had gone down and I, I saw the writing on the wall and I had to get out and I did I did what I had to do I I firmed up even though I loved that guy well you know actually I've been thinking about that I've really been thinking about that and I've said that for so long and I recently I can hear coyotes outside I wonder if you'll be able to hear them on the podcast That's a really disturbing sound to me because it, I think what it means is we found something yummy to eat, but I could be wrong, which would be somebody's family pet or <laughs> a duck, which makes me sad because it's somebody's mate. Oh man. Anyway, sorry. Um, I had I had really come to the conclusion that I'm not sure I loved him. I'm not sure that I loved him. Like, loved him the way that you, that I said that I loved him. The person that I really loved was myself. I loved loving. I loved the feeling of loving another person. I loved what it felt like to take care of him. I loved, I loved, I used to, I used to do so many like things like I, he always had flowers. Like I used to buy him like, like flowers. And when his flowers would die, I would buy him more flowers. He always had fresh flowers. And every single bouquet of flowers that I bought him, I would take one and I would dry it. And I would put it in this box. I, I used to leave him like these, these love notes. I would leave him these love notes on his on his mirror in the bathroom sometimes I would hide them in secret places 
in pockets of his clothes. I used to like buy him his, I wouldn't just go buy him milk. I would buy him grass-fed milk. He used to drink a lot of milk. I did a, I just did things for him. I tried my best to, to um, keep my hair out of his car. He was, he was, he really liked his car. I tried to not like get, you know, track in dirt onto, you know, so that he would wouldn't have to vacuum. Would have to vacuum the least amount possible because he was very very picky about his car. I remember driving it one time, which I found to be quite an honor and, you know, really not wanting to like move it, move anything out of their spot so that when he got in, he didn't have to redo everything. Like, like the seat or the mirrors or, (laughs) I liked, um, I remember asking him, I bought him a robe, like, Um, Because he didn't have a robe and then, like, slippers for the house. Like, he used to laugh, say, I feel like an old man with my slippers, but he didn't want his feet to get cold on the tile. I I really, um, just really trying to buy him special things for all events. I had this um, kind of ridiculous party for him. it was a special birthday of his and I just went like totally nuts I liked that I liked loving him I liked so many aspects about relationship but I don't know that it was actually him Because at the same time, the relationship was like, like, it was like misery and heaven all at once. And as time has gone on and I've been separated from this, like, very, very traumatic event, how it went down, I'm seeing with more clarity. I don't think I ever knew him, which is something that I do that I don't think is just me. Where we have this habit of making someone up in our mind. We make someone up on our in our mind. We 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 see them actually as we see ourselves. Some people say that we see others as we see ourselves, not as they are. We see others as we are. And so I, I was I was very unrealistic about about that particular person, and and now I can see it a lot more clearly. I allowed myself to get through the trauma of what ended up happening when that relationship ended. Was it wasn't just the trauma of that relationship. It was the trauma of other relationships. 
And it wasn't that I hadn't dealt with that trauma. It really wasn't. But those traumas were so, I mean, I had a trauma in my life that was incredibly powerful. And, and then this trauma triggered that trauma. And, and so I was left in a, in a really, really, really bad space of post-traumatic stress. And I have to add that the person that I was with, this man that I, that I was with, instead of loving me through it, he just considered me crazy. And it was a really, it was the meanness that I never went back to him because it turned out there was this, this antithesis of love there. He had actually said something about, I'm losing patience with you. And with that, I was poof, gone. And now I realize that, that it wasn't, it is just in the act of loving. It's just so interesting to, it's so lovely to actually admire someone, isn't it? To just admire someone, to see the best in them, to, to take care of them, to enjoy another person to just enjoy their presence, to enjoy your time with them. It's in the act of loving. It's super interesting for me to be able to. But I didn't, the reason why I'm even mentioning that is, I know that was a little bit of an aside, but, but is that I didn't, actually didn't have time to like really seek outside. I mean, I, I even at this time, I, I was starting to get counseling. I was like seeing a counselor because I was, I was disintegrating in that relationship. I disintegrated. I started out like an incredibly happy person. I was happy I had my life together. I had done so much soul work and I... I was in a, an exceptionally wonderful place. And then by the end, I was just, I had devolved to a space that I just, I could not believe I was there again. I just could not believe it. But I didn't talk to anyone about it. And it was quite shocking. Um because I didn't know that it was going to devolve so quickly. I mean, the relationship itself as, uh, as well would devolve so quickly. I mean, it was like, um, it was here, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was just done. <laughs> so, basically, what I'm trying to say is is it's actually more effective in some ways for us to empower people 
to follow their own guidance, to follow their own heart, to follow what do you think you need to do? How can I support you in what you think you need to do? Where do you want to go? How can I support you in where you want to go? And in ourselves, sort of like we taking responsibility for our own lives. And and I remember like years of, of really continuously like looking outside of myself. And now I just, I don't do that as much. And I've got some decisions coming up that, that actually don't even, it doesn't even matter what the choices that I make are really. But I've got some decisions coming up and I'm, and I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it and I, you know what, I'm just flat out scared. I'm just scared. <laughs> and I've done, I've done things in the past that were scary and I've just done them anyway and they've turned out, I mean, it would, either way is fine. Either way is fine, like to stay or to leave or, you know, like to move or not move or And then I want to end this podcast with this. I yesterday I I finally after many years I, I you know I'm incredibly sentimental in a way it's just so ridiculous. And I and I and I have these like shoes. I I have these because I exercise a lot. He was asking, you know, yesterday I was at the shoe place and I was like, well, how much do you run? You know, I'm telling him, how much do you hike? And I'm telling him, and it's like, I needed hikers and joggers. I needed a shoe that I could use for hiking and jogging because I do both. And so I tried these shoes on because um, I really, really needed a new shoe. I did. I mean, my old ones were old, and I never really bought ones that were, like, really good for my feet. And I just... This is an area that I really need to improve on because it's better for me to buy a quality shoe. So now that I have my new ones, I'm just going to throw my old ones out. But yesterday I ended up buying these hiker jogger shoes. In in England, they call them trainers. So I'm going to call them my trainers because I love that word. So, um, so... I go and I put on my new trainers and my new socks, which these socks are like the coolest thing because if they get any holes in them, you can um, take them back. They have a lifetime warranty. So I'm, I'm totally in love with these socks too. But anyway, so I go and I'm walking in these shoes and I'm just, and he said something about, yeah, they do this and this and this. And he said something about pronating, which I actually know about because I worked with PTs a lot throughout my careers. And and I, yeah, these shoes do do something. And I have to tell you, I, my right foot was just like, it was just, it just felt so weird. And I'm walking and, and I'm making this analogy between this and doing new things. 
doing new things, like experiencing new things that are not, you know, and then like some people might be prone to just taking these shoes back. I'm not going to take them back. They're just, you know, it's going to take me a minute and, and for my foot because my foot has been in a different shoe for the last three years. Like most, uh, most I, I like most ladies. I have a lot of different shoes. I mean, it's not outrageous. Nobody had to buy me, like build on another closet for me, which some people, I mean, one of my friends, her closet is the size of my bedroom, her closet. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Her closet is the size of my bedroom. Um... Uh, and I know of other people whose husbands had to build on a separate closet. It's not like that for me. But I do have like quite a few pairs of shoes. And and most of them, I wear a variety. Like I wear this shoe today, this shoe this day, this shoe this day. So I don't really get used to a certain shoe. But my exercise shoes are not like that. I don't have like 15 pair of trainers and so my foot has gotten used to how it is in that shoe. This is like going on with that saying, um, an old shoe. <laughs> there is a saying about that. Fits like an old shoe, you know. Anyway, so I put on my new shoes. It's like we put on our new life. We put on our new relationship. We put on our new job. And it's just like, oh my God. This feels weird. This feels really weird. I talk about this in my second book, the idea of uncomfortability. I absolutely love words that are not words, but should be. Uncomfortability is actually not a word. <laughs> you feel uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. But the, I don't think uncomfortability is in 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 the English dictionary, but it should be. <laughs> and 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 so we feel uncomfortable for a period of time. I don't know. Should we ever really get comfortable? Like comfortable, comfortable. And and if we do get comfortable, are we challenging ourselves? Anyway, the moral of this this podcast is we need to stop going outside ourselves to for our lives because it's up to us. I'm not saying we can't ask for guidance because I believe that we will be given it. But ultimately, we are responsible. We are the only one who knows all the factors. We're the only one who knows what it's like in that relationship. Nobody else is there with us to know how bad it is, you know, to justify leaving a relationship or leaving a job. See how bad my job is. They did this again, you know. <laughs> See how bad my parent is. 
see how much my spouse, you know what I mean? Like, like we we're looking outside of ourselves all the time for validation. Like, tell me what to do because I don't want, I don't want to take responsibility. I know I have to leave and I know what that means. I know what it means that I have to leave. I have to go through the work. I have to mourn the loss. I have to start over again. And all that that entails. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to admit failure. Yeah, this failed. It was a colossal fail. <laughs> My last relationship was a colossal fail. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it was the worst. I um I I strangely enough I actually consider it my worst relationship. It's like goes down in the history books. Like of all the relationships I've ever had in my entire life, it was categorically the worst. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, I'm going to go I thank you for listening and I will be back with other topics and that's a wrap.